Welcome, Joseph. Joseph, get onto the mic, baby. Come on. Sweet Jesus, Tom. Oh what are you up to? Oh, the tuna weasel in the morning coming right at you. You're Tom's <laughs> not normally a person with any energy at all, but he today, I've, all day, I've noticed a little energy, a little spark in his he's, eye. He's noticed it and tried to kill the joy that's bringing you this. <laughs> bringing you this magic, folks. Magic is what it is. Also, it's in the hundreds, in the triple digits here. Yeah, so I'm kind of punchy. Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, it's fucking miserable. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my that's 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 one of my one of my many rage responses to things is to become overly cheerful about things just to annoy other people. I, I actually never seen it from you before, Tom. So I'm, I'm unfamiliar with this. You are lying right now. That's very nice. No, 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 really. Yeah, that's true. But here we are. <laughs> here we are, my friend. Here in Joyland. You know what we're doing because I can't think of another transition mm-hmm. on this one. Is Besides sweating off of a, off of a new set of balls I grew today. What what else are we doing today? You grew a new set of balls just so I can sweat out of something new and exciting. We're talking about yeah. <laughs> classic film star. Oh yes, the, bring it on. Actually, the first the first um, like crossover, like Latin American mm-hmm. crossover and to Hollywood star. and superstar. Um, a Mexican actress named Dolores Del Rio. Sweet Dolores. Dolores oh. Del Rio. Because I, I remember in classic films, and this is, if you want to talk about white privilege, here's an example. It never occurred to me why this would be a mistake. All Mexicans in films when I was growing up in classic films were cooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Pretty much, right? I need to point that out. That's true today. <laughs> all, I guess that, yeah. All cooks in, all cooks in restaurants true. today are, even in Chinese restaurants. Oh, you're talking about in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but I'm just saying, it's interesting that in 1930 or mm-hmm. 31, or in one film we're talking about tonight, 1932, we have this superstar, Dolores Del Rio, and I think most people have never heard of her. That's true. Most people have never heard of her, um, and again, a Mexican superstar, but at the same time, she was pretty. Uh, you, you had to remind people that she was Mexican for that to come across. I guess so because she was pretty honky. She, the, she was pretty. She's pretty Caucasian looking. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. I. If, wow, oh, <laughs> I'm dude, startled yeah, yeah. by this one. She had, yeah, I mean, she had she had a slightly yeah. darker complexion, but very, very slightly darker, darker complexion. complexion. The, uh, Dark hair. It, it really shows in the brown hair. eyes. Yeah, the hair and the, and the eyes. Yeah, mm. but the features is what you're saying. Mm, yeah, yep. yeah. Except for the features, you're right. She didn't come across as. <laughs> I honestly skin color is pretty, but, but her skin color is pretty. Light, if anyone's listening that. to this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say I got to win on that one. I I want you to keep talking actually about mm-hmm. it because if we get even twenty listeners and one of them Google's her, what you're saying is hilarious. Ah, yes, it is. We're gonna be like, oh my god, it's so true. <laughs> <laughs> what is fuck when he's true? All right, all right, Never. so. Dolores Del Rio. Never keep you from being wrong. <laughs> yeah, Don't do it. Definitely looked very, very white. Uh-huh. Um, she. Um, anyway, the first film we want to talk about is Bird, Bird of Paradise. Bird of Paradise. 1932's Bird of Paradise. Oh, yeah. What a what a <laughs> well. So the, the, look, okay. <laughs> the, I love the Joes. Joes need to sort of like. I, I think it's good. We, we 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 do want to celebrate a certain amount of diversity on the show and, and and all that kind of stuff. Yep. And every once in a while, there one every once in a while one comes along and you go, oh, that's a little too much. That's 
That's killing my white privilege. That's killing my white guilt a little bit. This movie does a lot of that. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, but, it's problematic. Yeah. This film is problematic. <laughs> it's enjoyable, but it's problematic. Well, yeah. let's start with the idea that. Well, okay. So the premise is that Joel McRae, who right. the only thing I've ever seen him in before is 1937's Dead End. Okay. Which mm-hmm. he's great in. Mm-hmm. Um. But apparently it was a, a big film star in the 1930s. Right. And um, he and a group of other white dudes. Dude. And it's fair to call them white dudes because no. they're just caricatures of white people, for they're, sure. First off, they're, they're all sailors on a yacht. They're, they're, basically, um, they, these are guys who call to each other chap while they go to Yale. Well, but it's also like it's populated by like one guy on the boat. Is Every 1930s film, it seems to me, has to have a guy that's gay, but no one recognizes right. that he's gay. Mm-hmm. He just has like a really flamboyant. Mm-hmm. And then like a, a fat dude who's dumb. Yep. And then like an English guy. Mm-hmm. So it has. And then a wisecracker. There's like a. There's yeah. like a usually sure. he, he'd almost always be short and, and probably a ginger. Wisecracker. Okay, right. And then Joel McRae, who's like the handsome right. white dude. So they're in they're in the South Pacific, I assume, like the Marshall Islands area for, or something. For, for no fucking reason, they're driving a they're they're sailing a yacht. They're all right. supposedly sailors, and they're all wearing <laughs> blue blazers and white. Pants. So these South Pacific Islanders come South up in South. boats, um, mm-hmm. and including like a chief, a ridiculous sort of over the top chief, uh, and the white guys start doing them a favor by throwing like um, beads, w- but also like clocks yeah. and like. Pictures and you know, like coffee pots, and Mm -hmm. like they'll love this Western stuff. And and, and then their childlike glee, of course, the Polynesian Islanders just just dive right into the water. Yes, they love the white man's throwaway. (laughs) And so Joel McRae throws like an anchor out or something, and the rope wraps around his foot and drags him underneath the water where he's in imminent danger of being eaten by a shark, Mm -hmm. except that he's saved by. The chieftain's daughter, mm-hmm. who is apparently South Pacific Islander <laughs> yes. Dolores Del Rio. Right. I think it's amazing that a, that a, that a, that a nice Mexican girl learned uh, so so many Polynesian dialects. Oh, it's ridiculous. We'll get to that later. When she talks, it's like just... It's just insane oh, it's gibberish, I It makes you long for a, like, like a nice Klingon translation. So she she she's been thrown by the way as one of the prizes a knife earlier on. So she takes mm. the knife and goes mm. in and saves him. Right. And so they sort of meet. This is a sort of flash of love at first sight. Right. And the 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 white dudes are invited onto the island for mm. not a Polynesian dance, but like a, a Hollywood dance review <laughs> done by yeah. Polynesian people. <laughs> Both well, this both of these movies basically are, are are like two seconds away from being a Bugsby Berkeley for for at least some period of time. I don't get the reference. Well, just like huge choreographed dancing situation going on there. I think this was almost a requirement of movies at this point. Is that you they know, break so, out into some sort of like huge like production? Yeah, like an, an enormous yep. production with people with with headdresses and things like that. But yep. the, the, it's 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 very stylistically done in this in this movie mm-hmm. as as Polynesian dance. Okay, right, and then of course it involves them bringing pigs in. And, <laughs> so and so the the um the the, the outsiders the white guys are sitting are sitting there like enjoying the sort of the dance review of the natives it's because and it's quaint as fuck they're eating poi and so like one guy says what is that poi is it apple poi and it's like these awful sort of yes. jokes and Joel McRae is still love struck by this Polynesian mm-hmm. who's actually parenthetically a Mexican crossover <laughs> to Hollywood actress Dolores Del Rio and he has eyes for her. And so the next thing that happens in this film <laughs> is that you see I just, this. Sh- I have this. 
I just I have a picture of the director like talking to somebody. Go get in the bus and go down to where all the colorful people are. They well, just have like a lot, like a portion of the lot where all the where all the the ethnic people hang out. And they it's, just put them in a bus and throw them into this. The director's King Vidar, who was sort of known. There were like these stages of Hollywood. You had like D.W. Griffith in the teens, and then you had. Um, Oh, who's the guy who did like the Ten Commandments? Uh, Cecil B. DeMille yeah, in the DeMille, 20s right. doing the original sort of mm-hmm. biblical stuff. And I think in the 30s you had um, King Vidor. It's like right. the sort of recipient of that. that, that. Right, right. He's, yeah, he's yeah, one of the standard bearers. I know okay. the name more than I know the movies. That's all I know him for is that, that sort of thing. So right. anyway, so he puts together this type of junk. Um, <laughs> so the next thing you know, and this is a great move. Mm-hmm. These are great wingmen, I want to say, the white sailors. Yeah. Is they're on a boat and, and the fat one's going, where is whoever, Joel McCray? character and the captain goes well he had eyes for that that princess so we left him there to do his work yeah right <laughs> so, right which by the way includes uh ruining just about every taboo <laughs> the islanders have right so he gets <laughs> he backs dolores del rio's polynesian character mm-hmm. into a, a sort of island corner and then right. you wouldn't think that happens in the jungle and <laughs> and then basically like kiss rapes her right it, it, but also, like, like it's clear that like that she now understands what true love is well, because it was the '30s and she was a woman. So yeah, vis-a-vis the kiss rape, right? The kiss rape, right? But of course, this creates now we have like a sort of like a parallel to the Pocahontas myth mm-hmm. because it's like she understands what a great guy he is, even though she only speaks this sort of pig Latin gibberish, mm-hmm. and he speaks the language of oh. smooth white guy love. Uh, yeah, except he's like he's the he's like. Uh, what, what, like an eighth grader? Basically, yeah, he's, he's like the expression of eighth grader smooth guy love. Love it. Like, because he's, he's like teaches her to kiss, but if you notice, they're like the most annoying, like, peck kisses in the history of the world. Yeah, well, I guess they, well, see, this is what, another thing I want to bring up about this code, film. Right? Well, it's pre code. Yeah. This is pre um, Hayes code. But I think you can see the fear in their eyes. Well, I don't think so. Well, I have an argument against that in a, in a minute. But, but um, the whole sort of village goes against them. Yes. And so now he has to find a way to sort of f- capture her love. Oh, and she, he's given to understand that her she's fated for the volcano. Right, right. Which she is. Yeah, she's the she's the king's daughter. <laughs> she has to marry a, an, a prince, another islander prince, and yep. then ultimately she's going to be a savory snack for the volcano god. Right. Mm-hmm. And so and what a savory snack. He rescues her from her family, mm-hmm. essentially, from her life. And with a pocket knife Makes a hut in about a, in about seven hours. Yes, <laughs> mouth rapes her some more mm-hmm. with his mouth. With his mouth, kiss yes. kiss rapes her. Better played, yeah. Um, and the special effects I have to say are also awesome. Like there's a scene where he gets in a canoe to follow her, mm-hmm. but he's he, he gets caught in a whirlwind. Whirlpool. At whirlpool. Sorry, and it's very clearly a toy boat mm-hmm. with a toy man in a sink. Yes. Yes. Um, majestically done. <laughs> well, not only, not only that, but like the volcano is also going off in the background. Yeah. And you can all but see the eighth grade science kid like behind it going, yes, yes, I will win the contest with this. See, it's hard to tell if, I, if it were only this movie whether she's a good actor or not because it's such a terrible premise. Well, yeah, but I think, well, she's, I think what she is is she's very, and I think it, and I think it plays out in the next movie we're going to be talking about as well. Yeah. I think she's a very adequate actor yeah. for the time period. I think there wasn't a lot of the people weren't being asked to. to they, in the middle of the depression, yeah, people. This was an absolute Hollywood escape. This is escapism at its absolute best. Yeah, very little thought went into this, <laughs> into either of these movies really. Um, 
they were sheerly for the entertainment of the masses. You know, I, Which is why I don't feel bad about say. like going through the whole movie and giving away everything that happens. Because if you're going to watch it based mm-hmm. on what we're talking about, it's the, just the pure enjoyment of watching. Like it's an artifact almost. Right. And, and in this movie in, in particular, it's a, it's a movie that has been it, – it is part of a stereotype, an archetype of yep. a movie yeah. that has been so taken advantage of since then. You know, if you've seen a movie about like a Polynesian, make it, uh, any movie satirizing a movie set in, the, in, in a Polynesian island mm-hmm. has has tropes out of this movie in it. Joe versus the volcano comes immediately. Uh, I see what you mind. mean. Yeah, right. do you think you got it from this movie specifically? I, maybe or just like the genre. Enough. Yeah, the genre for sure. Hard enough to maybe maybe yeah. this movie. It's not. It's it, it could go either way on that. Well, here's why I went and looked up the whether this was pre code or not, and it was pre Hayes code. Mm-hmm. And the Hayes code was the sort of like the the bit, sort of the the, the industry. Bearing down and and, right. and imposing censorship on, but now when did the Hays sexual come in? Thirty six. It was thirty. No, thirty six. Okay. And this uh, thirty four. Sorry, and this is thirty two. Mm. So uh, one of the things I noticed is she is for like a third of the movie essentially topless. Yeah, she has a grass skirt and a lay around her neck that, that must have been super glued to her areolas because <laughs> yeah, there's no other way to describe how it stays exactly where it stays. Exactly where it stays. In and every how situation. frustrating that is. <laughs> Oh, come on, dude. She has an amazing body. She's a beautiful woman. Uh, she's, I, she's an incredibly beautiful woman. I don't look at women as objects, I, but I, 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 I... I don't either, but sometimes I look at them as something I would like to, to bang, but wow. she would be one of them. I go back in time. I'd liberate her sexually. Yeah, I'm sure right, she'd man, be happy about that. I'm sorry you're so uptight, man. I'm sorry you're uptight. The Joel McRae of our day, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Tommy <laughs> Smith. That, that was one of the funny things about... Is uh, is McCray is uh, fuck, dude. He had a great body too. I mean, like these yeah. these, these were these were these you were pretty well worked matched. up over this film, I guess. Then uh, some elements of this movie I liked. This bird of your paradise. Uh, I'd let her be my paradise bird. So the movie take me down <laughs> to paradise bird alley. Where I don't know where that song goes. Oh boy, so it was too bad. So the film we don't en- edit. The fuck. film ends. <laughs> That's okay. In all your glory, hmm. he'll be appearing near you soon. Yes, in um, your room. It, the film essentially ends with this set of things happening. The villagers catch both Joe McRae and um, Dolores Del Rio, who, by the way, has learned English in a Remarkably. remarkably short amount of time being around Joel McRae. Like, like nuanced she, English, right, too. Exactly, like, like, like the concept of love. Like she's got yeah, love and time. Right. And so, that, so they're captured, and they're, by the way, they're like sort of crucified at one point, and they make their way like toward each other only to kiss only <laughs> do one last, one last kiss, kiss rape um, while being so crucified and and so the villagers have them and lo and behold the white guys show up again mm-hmm. shoot a few villagers well shoot the, shoot the lead villagers I think the, the rest of the village scatters off um, but not before wounding almost mortally it seems Joel McRae's character with a spear mm-hmm. the white guys take Joel McRae and Dolores Del Rio because they understand that that's his new possession slash bride or whatever possession's the right word yeah. back onto the ship he Joel Mac- they traded some watches for her. come on she, <laughs> Joel- had a, she had a knife there was there was there was like a clock Joel McRae then How could dies you not take a woman Joel McRae then dies and Dolores Del Rio does what she sees as the right thing, which is to canoe back to the village to be thrown into the volcano. Right. And I wasn't even sure if that's really what that meant. 
except at the very end of the film, they superimpose a volcano uh, right, over her. Right. <laughs> just, over her just so we're clear. Yeah, just to make sure you got that. And by the way, and, it, and it's also like uh, one of the things that precipitates them, the, the islanders capturing them, is that mm-hmm. their volcano has finally got bad shit, and they need to feed it the virgin, and she was right. the designated virgin, and so all that. Basically, they have the <laughs> earth science equivalent knowledge of the Republican Party in 2017, is Ab- what you're saying. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. But more, uh, but, uh, more melatonin. Yeah, good point. Um, well, because they have Mexican crossover star <laughs> right. Dolores Del Rio. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I mean, Tom's right. Oh. I, I think in an effort to, I mean, we, we, we're both making this effort, we think, to sort of like um, acknowledge that we started this project because we love classic film, but that right. really meant most like 90% white dudes, white male movies. Yeah, which we don't apologize for, but we just sort of because thought that's what there was. As long as we want to stretch ourselves, let's so, so yeah. I came across Dolores Del Rio mm-hmm. and I'm not disappointed or unhappy that we're doing this episode, but it's very strange because we have these two films and the one that we have substantial stuff to talk up, substantial stuff to talk about was that one, mm-hmm. but only to really mock it. And then we have our second film. But let's back up. Let's okay. go thumbs up, thumbs down on it. Yeah. I'm a thumbs up. Yeah, I'm a thumbs up, too. I it was enjoyable. It was I, not no. great movie making, but it was an enjoyable movie. I don't think... Actually, I don't... I would say that it's not any... King Kong is not better than this film. I would say King Kong Technically is... Technically, it is much better, I think. Then... What do you mean? Well, just the, the just just in well because it became first off it came so much uh, came so much earlier but but the well, special this, it was actually the year were, after this. Well, like I said, but the special effects in, in King Kong are actually pretty remarkable for the time. Uh, I guess so. You when you say technically, you mean just that aspect of it? Mostly, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but I I don't care that much about that, especially if it's actually only good for the time. Mm-hmm. And so, given that context, I find them equally good. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, Tom, I'm tired of correcting you. Yeah, I'm never tired of being stupid, are you? Stupid uh, face. Well, look up Dolores, Dolores Del Rio, that super Caucasian-looking woman. Dude, she's pretty... She, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Sorry. Well, actually, Anyways, on there's a bit of a case movie. to be made f- uh, for your statement there. In the next film, 1936, um, Accused, not The Accused, the right. film of which Jodie Foster has a difficult This is the evening. gentlest use of the word accused in a movie maybe ever. Well, I don't. It's again. We said this about um, Viva Las Vegas one time, and th- not as much with this one, but a little bit of like, how much of a movie is it really? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm reminded of Singing in the Rain, which I think is a great movie, but it's a, it's a film in which it's a musical in which they sort of rehistoricize, uh, I guess, um, the transition from silent films to talkies, and one of the things that they they sort of make fun of is during the silent film era, how many studios were just slapping together ideas. Right. And this, this feels like a, a yeah. film that was just slapped together. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is, uh, this is, it's uh, ridiculous. This film, it's kind of a ridiculous, it's really hard to not agree with that. Yeah, it's, 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 um, I, here's the thing. Good. I wonder if we're doing Dolores a terrible disservice because neither of us knew enough about her to maybe pick the best pictures or something. Well, but I mean, we're in a way we're being the most authentic, authentic too. Yeah. This yeah. is how people might discover her. And if they watch these, they might, I mean, I'm going to watch other Dolores Del Rio films. I am too. Oh yes, I am. Um, hopefully um, it's set in the South Sea Islands where she's wearing a bikini <laughs> as much as possible. So the, so accused, not the accused from 1936 right. is oh. Dolores Del Rio with Douglas Fairbanks Jr. Is it junior or senior? It's the, I don't know it's the, the older it's, one. It's the, Douglas Fairbanks. <laughs> it's it's the, the one that's the one that everyone cares about. Yeah. Yeah. 
Who's not? <laughs> as far as I can tell, anything I've Frank seen. Frank Sinatra him, Jr. Or Frank Sinatra. Not a very good actor. Oh well, this might. I don't know. No, because I've seen him in like this. Uh, was it the Sea Witch or whatever? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, yeah. The, the Red, the Buccaneer. Yeah. Um, he's been good, but he's not. But again, there was a different. There was a different demand made on actors at that time. Uh huh. And I don't think it was necessarily for the, the authenticity wasn't important to people. Oh, well, that's a big issue for this film. But I'm just talking oh, about yeah. like he's he's basically always a pencil thin mustache and and a, a weird English accent. Right. Yeah. Or is it quite English? and riding it's boots? Like yeah. Yeah. And, and and being cute and clever and yep. saying things very cleverly, even when they're not actually clever. <laughs> well, what's weird about this film in terms of the authenticity is it's a film that's set in France <laughs> with half American actors, for some reason, all with English accents, right? Including Dolores Del Rio, including Dolores Del Rio. Yes, and, and she is. But now she is acknowledged Spanish. Yes, that's right. Because because they need to establish that she has a fiery temper. Yes, that's right. Thank you for reminding me of that. But the whole the whole premise of the film is that she and Douglas Fairbanks are are they married or just like passionate lovers? They're married. Okay, so so they are um, stage actors or performers. Right, performers, dancers, actually. Yeah, and there's a in musical a and review in Paris, and the producer of the review has a wife who's just this pain in the ass, basically. She's arrived with stunt. And she, hey, <laughs> I get the joke. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> so else will, but I get it. It was really cool. Um, See you next Tuesday. Yep. So um, she has it out for Dolores Del Rio and, and has a thing for Douglas Fairbanks. Right. She has it out for Dolores because she wants to bone. She wants to She wants to deflower Mr. Douglas. She wants yeah. to ride that tiny mustache. Oh, all the way to glory town. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, she's just an asshole. And yeah. basically she makes trouble for Dolores Del Rio. And Dolores Del Rio makes a public stink on stage about how much she hates her. And again, uh, she's the fiery Latina. The fiery, fiery. I think it's mentioned multiple Spanish times. Spanish lady. Yeah. So um, the woman in question, who's making all the stink, mm-hmm. it goes back to her dressing room. Um, Douglas Fairbanks is is going to go see her to sort of settle, like you know, calm her down. Essentially, right. before he does, this other man goes to see her, who's clearly some sort of um, a, a crook. A crook a of some sort. Some, of some variety. And something happens, and she's dead. <laughs> That's all. I mean, it's, just, it's so... Well, there's a little bit more to it than that. No, I don't it's think so. A, like, it's, so, it's so hard to watch. I, can, I understand where you're missing some of the details. Though. It's just... It's, she just, it's just is pot, dead. It's a, it's a terrible pot boiler, all right? He goes to see her because he's trying to... Because, because she's the she's she's the impresario's wife, yeah. and he wants to, them to have a job, and so he goes to see her to, to put her oil on the water, and then she makes it so that he has to come visit her later that night at her apartment, and then this other guy shows up and he demands money of her, and she kicks she tells him to leave. It's, it's a big it's a honestly rat there's nothing. I mean I appreciate honestly I'm being 100 percent serious. Your effort to to detangle it yeah. was I valiant, but it just doesn't matter at all. Matter. She's dead. But you know what? One of the great things, one of the that I found adorable about this movie is because it's a it's a it's a it's a review in yep. Paris in the thirties. Yeah. Like the first 25, 20, 25 minutes of this fucking movie is this huge, as I said, sort of Bug, Bugsby Berkeley ish like dance. Oh, this one thing. too, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And all they're doing is killing film mm-hmm. and showing all the other actors do this stuff. It has zero relevance to the rest of the movie. I imagine this film... I'm watching this going, who's accused in this fucking thing? Uh, to me, this film had to be shown in theaters that were known to be only for making out. Uh, okay. That's I just I can imagine it's just a place, an excuse. I, 
maybe I don't know. I just I I picture like some couple from like Santa Fe watching this movie and going like, oh, they think it, it was their generation's memento or something. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what was happening you know, back then. It's amazing how they, they they took real chances with time and space in this movie. So obviously, I mean, what we haven't said here, which should be obvious to everyone, is that Dolores Del Rio's character is pinned for the murder right. because she had the uh, motivation, motivation, the motive, and as well as the woman was killed with a piece of prop uh, weaponry oh, that she carried a with knife, her knife because Dolores Del Rio the, the hot Span- Spanish lady was a knife thrower right and she, by the, the way side. she was a gypsy knife thrower in the of goddamn course, thing. I forgot <laughs> with an English accent <laughs> yes Really, it sounds like I'm just being lazy about this film, but it really just—they just were being lazy no energy. And they're trying to get, the, and the husband Fairbanks is trying to get her off. So they yeah. need to find the, the, the crook, the mysterious crook guy who shows up. And there's a there's a trial. Mm-hmm. And, and can I just can I just say this? Just, yeah. oh, please. The real murderer is revealed, but I'm talking about in the last seven seconds of this movie. Yes. He's revealed, and and that's it. Yeah. Then the movie ends. Yes. So look, it's really not it a... It wasn't her, it wasn't him, it wasn't even anybody who had almost any time on screen. It was somebody else. It was a fucking janitor. Oh, you gave it away. Damn oh, it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to... I'd like to know more. Here's the thing. Here's what I get out of this. See the, the first one, cut on this Bird one. of Paradise from 1932, I found enjoyable. And there's oh. so many issues that are sort of interesting that come up. I, I want to point out something, too, about Bird of Paradise. It was one of Max Steiner's first movies. Oh, the, the, the film composer. Yeah, yeah. The guy who put together Casablanca. I mean, Treasure Sierra Madre. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tremendous uh, composer. But anyways, yeah, you're right. Yep. I mean, but it's interesting on, a, on, on many different levels. I could even imagine myself watching it again at some point, if sure. only to show somebody this film. Oh, just to masturbate. <laughs> Accused. Sorry, I wasn't expecting that. Banging off to those, that with those, those white woman cheekbones. Good mm, Lord, good Tom. Lordy. Um, accused, uh, there's no reason to watch it. Except that I would like to know, it, it piques my interest, I'd like to know more about her and her life, even outside of Hollywood, because I understand that... She went, to become, oh, go on. She went back to Mexico and became like a, a telenovela star. Yeah, well, and, and not only that, but like sort of one of the... Like there was a, a Mexican film renaissance in like the 40s yeah. and 50s, and yeah. she was like... One of the centerpieces. She was of an that. important she woman. Was huge. It's clear that she was yeah. a really smart woman. Yeah, yeah. And it makes it all the more sad that the more interesting of the two films is one in which she's like, like this ridiculous sort of South Pacific Island woman. Yeah. Although I tell you what, there's a part of me that would love to get a copy of Accused. Yeah. And just sit the friend you have and watch it watch but, it in a row with the Accused as a double feature. <laughs> Well, then my pants would never would never come above my ankles at that point. So. Oh, Tommy. Anyway, no, but what I'm You're saying is so... I would like to watch that with, uh, ooh, that was probably, yeah, okay, never mind. Whatever. Go ahead. I'll stand by it, whatever. Sure. Anyways. Um, stand by a ping pong machine. <laughs> ping pong machine. Ping we'll pong machine. Ping oh, pong no. Machines. Those exist in your oh, world, do they? Oh, boy. Oh, fuck I've me. I've done uh, it, and but, it's recorded. Yeah, it's never going away. Nope. It almost wipes out what I said, said just before that. Yep. But what I want to do is watch it with a friend of mine who thinks they know movies mm-hmm. and just to see if they love it. I would love to I would love to trap somebody into Love Accused? Fun. Yeah, I want to trap somebody into telling me they love the movie. Well the problem is is that um it's hard to sell a lot of classic films anyway. You and I have a hard time doing that in the, in real life. Hence our listenership. Hello. Yep. Welcome and both of you. We love you. <laughs> and um this one has the added problem that Bird of Paradise does not have in that the production value, like the production value of Bird of Paradise is it's bad pretty. because because it's wacky special effects and everything. But this is just like bad 
production. Yeah. Like in every way. God damn it. I want to think there was like an artistic vision that got horribly compromised or but something. But here's the deal. Tom, here's the deal. 1932 and 1936, The Petrified Forest, one of our favorite films, was mm. also 1936. So you can't just say it was, this was a different time. They had to make bad films. They didn't. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Oh, Jesus. Oh, hold on a second. I, I, I barf in my mouth. I think Joe might have had a point on that one. Fuck. Well, that hurts physically. If you stop playing ping pong machines long enough, <laughs> you'll come up with a good idea. Well, here. you got to plug that ping pong machine into the wall. <laughs> God, I missed my pinball machine joke. <laughs> and even now, I'm bringing it up it's just so someone. Ping pong will... wizard <laughs> has to be a twist. All right. Well, um, <laughs> I think that's all I have to say about Dolores Del Rio, although I'm going to check her out. More. All right. Do, do check her out. I do, and I want to catch some more of her stuff. And I just want to say also, um, if you get a chance, please check us out. Uh, Finley's on film on Patreon. We could always use a donation or check us out on iTunes specifically. Go on iTunes. Please leave us a, uh, like a comment and a rating. That totally helps us out. And uh, both of you guys are fabulous. We love you. Thank you. <laughs> um, and uh, do you have any gigs that you want to plug? Um, at the moment, no, I really don't have any gigs, and I better. I've uh, I put in for the San Francisco Sketch Festival. Hopefully, I'll get mm-hmm. that. Well, then I'll be able to announce that when the time comes. All right. Well, for the Finleys on film, we uh, love classic film. Yep, and we love taking the piss out of each other and arguing. And uh, I love you, Tommy. Ah, oh, you too. I you love big you. Lug- God let's, let's go play. It. Let's go play with the ping pong machine. <laughs>